0: For the Word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butrey as he brings you the engrafted Word of Truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian living. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and a seasoned minister of the word. He currently pastors the Macarius Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the word of God.
1: God has begun to speak to all of us here this morning. Pray that Something you must hear will come through to you this morning. And that you will not leave here the same as you came in. For when you have an encounter, you begin to see and understand things that have been hidden from you for so long. But this morning it shall not be so. Because the Lord is speaking to you and touching you. Father, we thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be seated, everybody. Wow. What a blessing. All right. This morning, I'm going to share on enemies of fruitfulness. I I wanted to continue what I started last week, but... Tsk. I have been led strongly to share on this one. Luke chapter 15 and verse 11. A certain man had two sons. The song Mary sang is the preaching. These are the parables of Jesus. And and the parables of Jesus are called parables of the kingdom. It means that Jesus' stories, the parables are stories. And they are stories that reflect God's relationship with the people that he has covenanted with. And when you read them, There are instructions that are very deep. But oftentimes, as many of us have become used to, we read or it is read to us, but we don't take out the very lessons that we should. But this morning, I pray that God will bring a difference into your life. Now, Jesus said, and a, a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to the father give me the portion of goods that falleth to me and the bible says the father divided unto them his living and not many days after the younger son gathered all together sorry and, and not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would pretend or desire or yearn for the food that the pigs eat. He would fain have filled his belly with the house that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hard servants of my fathers have bread, enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise. And will say unto him, uh, sorry, I will arise and go to my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Verse 19. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy high servants. Verse 20. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him and said, and the son said unto him, father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his finger, on his hand, Eh, eh, put a ring, sorry, on his hand, and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. They began to be happy. Hallelujah. Now this is a story that many of us have heard, read, read. You've heard preachings from these things, but my question this morning is Do you see yourself in this? You see, the only way God's word has an effect on you is when you position yourself in the middle of the word of God. Don't pretend or behave as if it is for somebody, because you see, oftentimes when preaching is coming, you can remember somebody. This word, pastor is talking about somebody. Yeah. So we we learn to remove ourselves from the instructions and the lessons that we should derive from it. But let's break it down and look at it. This parable is about God and us. Jesus said that a certain man had two sons, and the certain man was God. Now, look at it this way. The father had everything that the children needed. And even the servants, who were not children, had much to eat and enough to eat. They had a good place to stay. So the father had made provision for everybody under him to be happy. But the younger son woke up one day and said to his father, give me everything that is mine. And his father didn't argue or ask questions. And he divided what he had and he gave what was for the son. And the Bible says that he gathered all that had been given him. And when he finished, he took a journey to a very far place. He moved away. He moved away. And when he went, he started to enjoy London. and to blow away all that he had and not many days after or after some years or whichever everything finished and he began to be in want. and another problem came that he couldn't handle there was famine where he had gone to even rich when there is famine it is not easy for rich people when there is famine and when you are poor and there is famine it is not an easy condition And you're also in a foreign country. And he went and joined himself to people he shouldn't join himself to. And they gave him work to do. And he started to do work that he shouldn't do. Yeah. And they won't even give him food to eat. And he was laboring to the extent that he had people who were supervising him. So even though he was very hungry and he wanted to eat what they were giving to the pigs, he, they would not allow him to eat it. Yeah. That's how it is. And then the Bible says that he came to himself. It's like he, 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 just, his, he, he just received a revelation and he began to understand everything. And when he understood everything and why and where he was, his eyes opened and he said to himself, Are there not servants in my father's house who have food enough and some to even spare? And I am here and I don't have food to eat. And even the one that I feel like eating, I can't eat it because there's a supervisor who is standing there looking at me. I will get up and I will go back to my father and I will say to him, I have sinned against you and I have sinned against heaven. I don't deserve to be your son anymore. Take me, even as one of your servants. Yeah. And he did exactly that. And he moved. And when he went, uh, when he was on his way, his father had been waiting for him for a long time. So the Bible says that he saw him from afar. And he ran to him. The father. And when the son saw him, what he said he was going to say, he said it. He said, I've sinned against you and against heaven. Take me as one of your servants. But you see, the father didn't listen to what he was about to say or what he had said. Because he knew that he, he was his son. It is not the son who has to tell my father, his father that I am now your servant. So he called his people. He's my son. Bring me a ring. I will put it on his hand to symbolize that he is mine. Bring him shoes. Go and kill the fatted calf. Today we are going to rejoice. Because this, my son, he was lost, but he has been found. This, my son, he was dead, but he is alive. That was the end. Of the father's love for this son. What do you think makes people like you and me sit down and take decisions for our lives that reflect foolishness, lack of understanding? And, 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 and convince ourselves that we are doing the right thing. And immediately we take the decision, we cut ourselves off from the very source of life and move far away so that whatever, whatever it is that you want to move away from, you will actually move away from it. What is it? Look at this son who didn't lack anything. And the Bible says he just woke up one day. You see, nobody takes decision, decisions just by waking up. There are a lot of things that you don't see well. You don't understand. You don't know. And the influence Your thoughts over a period. So the day you take a certain decision, eh, that day, it may have taken five years to get there. And when you take such a decision, nobody can speak to you again. Because you see, you sit down and you don't consider anything but what you think is right. And you analyze and process a lot of things but you have thought wrongly. And the day you take that decision, nobody has the power. Not even God can change your mind. Why did the father not advise? Because some people, some of you, eh, you take decisions because you think that is what you want. And life, let me tell you something, God has given all of us free will. As you are sitting here, you can choose to marry a dog. Yeah. That's why people are marrying dogs. Yeah. All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. And I will not be brought under the power of any. When, when, when you have the right to choose, you see, it, and it gives you a certain power. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a certain power. And many of us take decisions because it is our right. And nobody can deny you that right. But unfortunately, some of you, the time you are taking major decisions for your life, you are so wrong in your thinking, you are so off, you are so lost, and you are so dead that there is nothing that can be said at that moment for you to see the light. So you see, God himself refrains from speaking, and leaves you even though he knows that you are going into destruction. And the only thing that can save you is when you, when you, you come to yourself, when your eyes open. Yeah. All of us, as we are sitting here, there is nobody here who doesn't want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to enjoy life. You see, the son, the reason why he took that decision is because he wants to enjoy life. He wants to be happy. He wants to have the people he thinks he wants in his life. And can you just imagine that you have lived with your father throughout your life. You have seen how your father takes care of you and everybody around him. You haven't learned anything. And your desire to be happy and to enjoy life influences you to take a decision that I don't have to grow here again. I have nothing to do here again. I don't belong here again. All I need is to get what I I can get and move out. You know? When you're sitting in church, there are many things that go through your mind. When you are this life, there are decisions everybody is exposed to take decisions for their lives. You have to be careful and pray that the day you take a major decision that will turn your life around, you are taking that decision on the foundation of God's fear and humility as a child and not pride. Because you see, when the younger one went to the father and said, I want what is mine, The reason when you read the Bible, you you, you don't see the Father giving counsel. God, God, listen, one of the things about God is that he has the spirit of counsel. You can never walk with God and never receive counsel. You You can't be in a home and not learn anything. You can't be in a church and not learn anything. You can't go to school and say, I've not learned anything. The decisions you take that are dangerous and injurious and catastrophic, that brings your life to a cataclysmic end. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Those,
1: listen, those decisions, listen to me, those decisions are arrived at based on ignorance. And there are some of you you have, you have made or you are making major decisions for your lives. But you see, in spite of what you, have, you say you belong to and God, who you are supposed to fear, you are still wrong. Because you know why? Over the period, you have not applied your heart to wisdom. The only thing that makes us fruitful is explained by Jesus. He said, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. If you abide in me and ye if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Ask yourself, what is the evidence that you abide in him? You don't know what the scripture is? Okay. Yeah. Abide. Yeah. yeah. Abide means to live. To dwell. To make your home. The son had a home already. Created by the father. With everything that pertains to life. But he chose not to Abide anymore because if the decision was to continue abiding the day he received what he wanted he wouldn't have left you have taken a decision that you don't belong you don't feel that you have a life here i can be blessed somewhere i'll be happy somewhere it is, it, is, it is very detrimental to your ability to sustain your life forever. When, when trees are planted, I tell you, they are where they are. They are where they are. Everything God created is where it is. We are the ones who are moving things. And as we are moving things, we have started moving ourselves. And moving ourselves, unfortunately, from the very source of our lives. It's like you you stay in the church or you stay with your father, you don't see anything, you don't learn anything, you don't desire anything around him. All you want is give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this, and you take off. And, and you see one, one of the signs or some of the signs isn't some of you may look at it and say I'm, I'm, never, I don't, I'm not like this second son but I will show you something enemies of your ability to be fruitful number one enemy is the spirit of fear Spirit of fear. Huh. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Second Timothy one seven. Now look at this scripture. Second Timothy one seven. He says, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear. This scripture, many of us know it. But let me explain something to you this morning. Why is it so emphatic? God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. What it means is that you can have fear. You see? And it influences and changes and makes you lifeless. Because the Presence of the spirit of faith is what overcomes fear. When you have fear, you lose the ability to to reason soundly. Look at it. What, What God has not given you, you see, which is the spirit of fear, which can change your life, And make you take decisions. This boy who took decision was influenced by the spirit of fear. And I will explain why it is like that. Because you see the Bible says that what God has given us is the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Now, when you are sound, you can't get up and think that what your father has labored for and given to you cannot make you happy where your father has had life and brought you up and given you life is not the place you want to be. It's like you don't, if you want to have life, but you can't have it with this father in this environment. You see, some of you here, eh, you take decisions that are leading you out of the church, out of the covering of God. That makes you dishonor and disrespect the very presence that gives life to many people. The name of the Lord is a tower. It's a, it's a strong tower. It's a strong tower. The righteous, they run into it. It's like the house of God is the place you should be. But you see, when you take a decision and you have a feeling that I can't, I can't enjoy life here. This church, they give pressure. The, the Every day, church, I mean, you want to marry, you are, you are marrying to leave the church. You want to get a job. You are getting a job to leave the church. You want to travel. You are traveling to leave the church. Every decision of yours is to walk away from your source of life. Yeah. You, listen, you are not sound. I, I'm not insulting you. I'm reading the Bible. You see, when trees when trees are not sound, they don't bear fruit. They can, be, they can be where they are for years. They won't bear food because they have diseases. You see, there are, there are some trees, plantations, cocoa, and things. When they see one disease, they have to clear a certain portion because that disease, eh, it has hair. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You see, the reason, that the sign, listen to me, the sign that some of you don't have sound mind is the thoughts you have You don't have respect for God. Yeah. You don't have respect. What you have heard, the words that we have handled, the words that we have heard, it's the word of life. You you understand? This is the testimony of Peter about Jesus Christ. But there are people who are also with him, but they, they, they dismissed him. Look at Peter and compare to those who left Jesus. Yeah, look at Peter, and compare. You in your in your little mind. Let me ask you: When you look at life, as you are sitting here, you came to meet things that you have no hand in. There are situations and things you can't change them. The only thing you need is the force and the presence and the protection of the Father. Yeah, and yet still. You have the mind to belittle and to doubt. You see, one of the products of the spirit of fear is to sow doubt in you. Yeah, to sow doubt. You don't doubt. What preaching have you not heard? Everything you want to do. If you want to take a decision to marry, God's word gives you provision. Who you should marry. Under what conditions you should marry. And the wisdom and the understanding you need to prepare yourself. If it is money you are looking for, the word of God makes provision. But some people are doing things that will take them away from God. They don't trust. If we are here, we won't get married you follow and you see sometimes they say that it is the church. It is not the church. God's word is not that ch- you see, don't say it's the church. The church, the church is is. <laughs> no, no, no. When you start, you see, you see, that your younger son said, Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. me it's like my father's these workers and things, these people, no, 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 no. I wonder whether I can have a life with these people. These people are not real. I need to go somewhere. I need to live my life somewhere. I'm going to enjoy somewhere. And he has sat down and thought. We don't know who was advising him. Well, When you have a father who has given life to many people, even if you if you are wise, you will humble yourself and learn from that person and never desire to leave that person. Children who, are, who have a sound mind, they walk forever with their fathers. And marry. you see, when the Bible says live and cleave, it doesn't mean disrespect your father. The family tree continues with you. That's what it is. The honor and the respect is still there. When you look at the children of Israel, even though they married and became, they noticed that, look, Israel is our father. That's why they took the body that was uh, 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 buried in uh, what's it called Egypt back. They didn't neglect him even in his death. Yeah, no. it is this man who stood, and his words gave us what we have, and wherever we are, our honor is, in, is to him. That's why today we have Israel. Israel is Jacob, a father, just like any other person. Yeah. Are you, do you have a sound mind? Do you, decisions that you are taking, ask yourself, are you sound? You see, the Bible says it though. The father, this is, these are the words of Jesus. He said, that the father, God said, my son was lost. You see, it's mad men who can move out of the house and for 20 years they won't come back. They are forgotten where the house is. Yeah. but there's a day they come to themselves and they come back. Yeah, In the moment of madness, there's always a period of sanity. Yeah. And, and it's like when do you know if there's somebody here who is a doctor, one of the ways doctors can treat mad people one of the ways they treat mad, mad people, psychiatric problems, is they, they, they want the person who is off to come and accept his problem or her problem. Yeah. They call it have insight into your condition. It's like if the person realizes that there is something wrong, then the person goes along with the treatment. Yeah. You see, the, the, the medication they give to mad people is to make them sober so that they can think. That's why the Bible says be sober. Be vigilant. So madness is a spirit that makes you be in haste. You get up and you are walk, You can walk from here to bluefoot. You see? Yeah. And you are talking. <laughs> As if you are, you know, you are stopping cars. You are throwing stones. Everybody is afraid of you. But the day you become sober, you sit down. And then you greet somebody and say, I'm hungry. Yeah. You have come to yourself. When you come to yourself, when you come to yourself, will you be humble to even come back to your father's house? Yeah. Yeah. God is the only source of fruitfulness in this life. Life, that's why you see, and it says what, and the spirit of life. he has given us the spirit of love. Love overcomes fear. You see, when you know God loves you, you will not be afraid. Sometimes it's the spirit of fear that makes you feel that, let me do this irrespective of the fact that it is wrong. That's how madness is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying the message. And I love it. You want, when you see people who do well in life, there's one thing you will see. Even when things have been difficult and they didn't understand, they remain faithful and steadfast. That's why the Bible commands you be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the faith. Always. You can give up. So when you give up, when you give up, it is fear that is leading you. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. If the father has no pleasure in you, he will stop talking to you. That's what happened to this son. That it's like a father who gives people life. He's unable to speak anymore. Because this guy, is he, not everybody you speak to. Yeah. It's not everybody you speak to. Some of them, you see, don't get to a point where when you are taking a decision, Nobody says anything. And then you see you can, justify, you can justify yourself and prove to us why you have to do it. I've seen people who have taken decisions and it has ended them not well. When you see somebody who is in bondage, it is, don't, let me tell you something. Demons influence us. And one of the signs of demonic influence is the spirit of fear. Satan operates with two, uh, three spirits. The spirit of fear. That's why God has not given us a spirit of fear. Satan operates with the spirit of uh, pride. Pride is deception. Yeah. Religiosity. Yeah. Piety. Feeling better than other people. And then accusations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three things Satan the first temptation of Jesus in the wilderness do you understand was you say you are hungry turn the stones into bread show your power as a son of God it's like you don't believe that God will give you bread. So do something. For, do something for yourself. Fear. Fear. Yeah. Fear. Hey, you think these people they care about you? Think about yourself. You see, that's a spirit. It's like it. It puts. It makes you. There are voices that speak to you, when you are alone, and they make you become suspicious of people, of pastors, of fathers. And even though you see something that you admire and you like to have it, you still have a voice that tells you that they don't care about you. That's why the son goes to the father and says, give me what is mine. Why are you going with what is yours? Did you create it? Yeah. The servants are the ones who are working. Yeah. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love. You see, power, love, sound mind, these three things, don't forget them. When you have them, Bible says, perfect love casteth outward fear. You see, the day you know that irrespective of what you are going through, God is with me. He loves me. The devil can't speak. Your faith silences the voice of the enemy. Job said, even though he slayeth me, yet... What he went through? Abraham believed in God. And it was counted unto him righteousness. Even when he and his wife were beyond the years of giving birth. Especially the woman. Not the Yeah. They didn't count the deadness of Sarah's roof. It's like they believed in God against hope. He believed against hope. That it's not possible, but God, as God has said it, and 25 years today, he's the father of many nations. Has God said, and he will not do. Why are you in a hurry? tell me Yeah. Life, eh? Let me tell you something. Some of you, eh? The day you become successful, if you have not been through things, you can't handle success. You see, some of you, some of you listen to me. The beginning of your success are times and, and things that you don't even appreciate. But because you have not allowed yourself to endure all things, you can't handle a certain level. Because, you see, when you, when, you, when you have favor and you rise up, the pressure of life and the things, they are more than when you don't have anything. You see, when you marry and children come in and the issues of life in marriage, they are more than singlehood. Well, some of you are so desperate in your singlehood that it's like you want to marry anybody regardless of what it is. But you don't know that. You see, listen. When you don't learn to follow God in the times of your singleness, when you enter the marriage covenant, you will see that you can't serve God again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's what the spirit of power does. It's like it makes you strong when you have nothing, because having things can corrupt you and destroy you far more than having nothing. Yeah. Yeah. it can make you a beast and look at this boy who lives with his father and under his father's roof there was nothing like riotous living his, his elder brother said that this is your son do you know what he did he was living with prostitutes and blowing time something he couldn't do in your, in, in, before you so, there was a spirit in him that was impatient. And so, when he got into the fame and the things, he couldn't handle. He was not disciplined. Some of you are not disciplined. You are not ready for some things. But you see, you are still in a hurry to leave and to enter. Hey. Huh. You, are the, you are an enemy of your own fruitfulness. Yeah. If you don't become stable today, you are hearing God's word. You have to take decisions. Let me tell you, some of you were, You have gotten to a point where I won't counsel you again. What you have heard, if he doesn't counsel you, I'm telling you, go ahead, take your decision. And don't say that I don't love you. Do you think that when this boy took off, he ever thought his father doesn't love him? He just, him I'm going to live my life. That's what you are saying to yourself. Because some of you, when we stop you from doing what you want, you forever blame us for not making you happy. I, I, I've seen sisters in my church. This man is here. When they are going to marry and you tell them, don't marry this one, the things they will say. But when they enter and they see the fire, when they see, they can't come to you. And sometimes what happens is that they end up leaving the church. Yeah. They live forever. It's a few people who are humble enough to come and say, We've made a mistake. Help us. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit of fear, it is the first enemy. The second enemy of fruitfulness is mistrust. Hmm. Hebrews chapter five. Ah, my time is gone. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 1. Listen to me. Let's read God's word. Hebrews 5, 1. We have read Luke chapter 15, verse 11. Don't forget it. I'm going to read this one. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Verse 2. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself also is compassed with infirmity. Verse 3. Let me read on. And by reason hereof he ought as for the people so also for himself to offer for sins and no man taketh this honor unto himself but he that is called of God as was Aaron. Let me read I will explain it. Don't worry. So also Christ glorified not himself. He's talking about Christ. Not, he didn't glorify himself to be made an high priest. He didn't come to lord himself over us. Even though he was chosen from among men. But he that said unto him, who thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. You see, what God is saying is that everybody who stands in front of you in his name, he chose them. And especially Christ Jesus. Who didn't take that glory and that honor upon himself. To offer himself a sacrifice for our sins. He didn't take that on. But it is God who said, Thou art my son. Today have I begotten thee. And those words were heard when John the Baptist baptized him. Behold, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Verse 6, verse 6, verse 6. As he saith also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now, Melchizedek was the one that Abraham met. And the Bible says he was without father nor mother, without descent. Nobody knew who his parents were. Because when the Bible describes people, it gives you genealogy. The history of the person. The person's father, the person's mother. But it was like Melchizedek, was there was some mystery. Yeah, That's how Christ is like. You see, verse 7. Let's read. Who in the days of his flesh... When he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was hurt in that he feared. He's talking about Christ too. He is the only one who cried because if he had his way just like you, he would have done what he wanted to do. Kill all the soldiers who want to come and, 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 and kill him. But he submitted to what his father wanted him to do in the days of his flesh. Though he were a son. Listen, he was the son of God. Yet, learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Now, you don't know that sometimes when somebody stands as your leader, what you have been through, they have been through more. God made sure that Christ came to suffer just like us, so that he will feel the, our weaknesses. So, it's when he is talking, when somebody like that is talking and you don't listen, it is to your detriment. Some of you have not been through things, but when we are telling you what is ahead and you have to avoid it, you, you see, you frown upon it. The younger son had seen his father survive many things and become great, but he wanted to learn nothing. He learned nothing. Verse 9, verse 9, verse 9, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Do you know something? The only people that receive Christ are those who obey. Be quick to obey. Some of you are obedient, even today. If if at your level you are disobedient, if you marry, it will increase if you give birth, it will increase. If you have money, it will increase. Any level that you move into, your disobedience will increase. Because spiritual things, they advance with us. Yeah. It's just as their physical body grows and ages. That's how spiritual things are. That's why the Bible gives us fruits of the spirit. As you are growing, your love must increase. Your joy must increase. Your peace must increase. Your long suffering must increase. Your goodness and your faith must increase. Everything about you must become better. Yeah, that's how it is, but some of us, you are growing. Your disobedience is, you have been in the church. You have heard many things, but you are taking decisions that are, a, I mean, typical reflection of disobedience. Yeah, and you want to be fruitful? You don't understand it. God, this is, doesn't speak to disobedient children. That's why the father didn't speak to the son and give him counsel again. Go. The only time you become obedient is when you see that you are wrong. Because the reason why some of you don't obey is because you think we don't understand you. You think we don't understand you. (laughs) Verse 10, verse 10, verse 10, verse 10. 10. He said, he was called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. That's Jesus Christ. Verse 11. (laughs) We are going to some place that you know. Look at this one very well. It says, Of whom ye have many things to say, and listen, oh, hard to be acted. Listen to me. In God, we have a lot of things that we have to know, and they are hard to say it. That's why some people won't say anything to you. Because you are seeing that you adore of hearing. It's when a father looks at his son who comes to him and says that everything that you have for me I want it now. Immediately you see somebody who doesn't understand life and he's dull. You see he's dull. You can't teach him anything. Yeah. There are many things that I would love to say to this son, but he's dull. I cannot speak to a dull person. It's a fruitless venture. It is, it is, it is, it is useless. Some of you don't hear God's voice because you are dull at hearing. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. The reason why you don't believe is because you don't hear God's word. And God will also not speak to you. He has given you to reprobate minds. There are people who tell you wrong is right. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was going to marry somebody's husband. We said, don't do it. Her friends in the church said, don't mind the pastor. If you, marry, if you follow, you marry. When she went and started having problems, they were nowhere to be found. Yeah. They will not be there. Ah, of hearing and you know why look at verse 12 don't forget this scripture in your life from today when you read that scripture you don't know where it's coming from today look at it i'm telling you that one of the enemies of fruitfulness is mistrust it's when you don't trust god you don't grow the inability to be to take sound decisions our children my daughter cannot come to me and tell me i want to marry Because she hasn't reached. She's being brought up. But you see, it will get to a point she has to take that decision. She has to. She has to. She has to to come to me and say, I want to marry this person. She has to. My sons will say, I'm ready to marry. This is the person. I got to that stage. I took my wife, introduced to my father. She introduced me to her mother. We are ready. Because you know something, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. It's like you have learned many things that you come to a point where you also become an influencer. And the things that you have been taught, you put it into practice, practically. But you have need that one teach you. You see, when a child is taking a decision at a time when they are not wise, because see, some of you, eh, you are taking decisions to marry when you can't, you don't understand marriage. We don't marry everything. We don't marry because we are in love. I'm te- don't follow that thing. It, no. it, it is Aesop fables. It exists in storybooks. Yes. Marriage, marriage is not about love. When we say you understand it, no, okay. 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 yeah. it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. You see people who are divorcing, eh, it's not because they didn't love themselves when they married. The Bible says, Can two walk together except they be agreed? It means you can't walk with somebody unless you are one in mind and you see somebody who is different. Some of you women can see somebody who is different, but still your breast is following the man. Yeah. Yeah. you see somebody was going to marry bishop asked who is that person is he born again no but he's from america you see you are marrying because you want to go to america we don't marry because we are going to america we don't marry because we are going to britain you want to travel and live the poverty and 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 you need you, you meet somebody who has he comes from a good family his father is rich I mean, I saw the father. The father likes me. Eh? It's not the father you are going to marry. It's the boy. Do you know the mind that he has? How developed are you? How ready are you? When you are taking a decision, just like the prodigal son, this boy, he didn't consider what wisdom was. And you see, his father didn't say anything. He says, you have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God. Some of you, as you are sitting here, if somebody says, I want to marry and they come to you, the counsel that you give to the person, you take the person to hell. Be careful. Yeah. You see, because you yourself, you are wrong in your thinking. We we fear God's (laughs) will. We are not prodigal children. We are obedient children. Yeah, we fear this God. If I'm teaching you, I'm teaching what God will say. My life is governed by the fear of God. For when for the time I have to teach, I have need that somebody teach me. No, which is the first principle of the oracles of God. and and, And become such as have need of milk. You know, there are times that some of you, there are some things we can't say to you again. Yeah. No, At your age, if you won't eat, you won't get breast milk to eat. No, 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 no. You can't go and lie in between your mother's breast and pull it out in public, and, and, and suck it. You are you are you are beyond it. You, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You are beyond it. Yeah. You are beyond it. You see, that's why sometimes listen to me. Listen to me. Some of you, you get to a point where. What has been told you 10 years ago? You didn't believe it. You want it to be repeated. I'm telling you. We don't give milk, breast milk, to 12-year-old boys. When you are not careful, listen to me. Your inability to move... And grow with the word of God. So that today you can hear things that are difficult. You, can, you see, you can meet somebody you love. I'm telling you. Love is a mysterious thing. You can fall in love with the fool. You can fall in love with the devil. You can fall in love with many things. People you shouldn't fall in love with. But when you are making the decision to marry, let the word of God be your guide. And strong meat belongs. Look at it. It's not for... It's not milk. We are are talking about strong meat, hard things. You want sometimes when you have lived your years and you want to make money as a guy, you want to do things that are wrong. It's like you get to a point you shut out all the people who have something to say against your decision. That's what they do. Yeah, because you don't want to receive the truth. It's hard. Strong meat for when verse thirteen, verse thirteen, verse thirteen. Go to verse thirteen. one that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. You see, today, if we have to still speak to you like you were spoken to 10 years ago, when you go to some, uh, a, a, a university class, they don't teach A, B, C, D. They don't teach four times four. They don't teach three times two. The teacher comes and says that, your lecturer comes and says that, you say you want to become an economist okay so go and do research you go and do research on 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 supply chain yeah 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 and then come and explain to us yeah you see some of you at this level of your life you have walked with God but you can't explain the things of God. The reason why you can't explain the word of God, that's why you are making mistakes. You have been around for so long that now you should be teaching people what is right. That's why you are unfruitful. Unfruitfulness means that the years have gone by but you have nothing to show. The word of God has not grown in your heart. You don't trust God. If you trust God, you won't be where you are in terms of your relationship and your spiritual level. When you see evil, somebody has to tell you it is evil. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Life eh, is not milk and ice cream. Yeah. There are times, decisions that you have to take. It's not now that we are come to tell you thou shall not fornicate, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shall not be not unequally yoked with an unbeliever. It has been said from the beginning, you have not listened to it. Verse 14, verse 14, look at it. We are ending this scripture and I'm ending my message. It says, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses, listen, your senses exercise to discern both good and evil. If at, as a today, a Christian, I will excuse somebody who came to church last week, last month, who is now growing in the Lord. We have new believer school. You, you, you have been around 10 years. You sing, you preach, you, 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 you have matured, you are working, you, can, you know how to save. You want to marry. You are planning and preparing yourself. There are some things you shouldn't, we can't talk to you about again. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if you see your, 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 your son, you have paid school fees and the child is in grade 12 and then the teachers call you and say that there's a problem. He cannot write. He cannot read. So it's like and some people are like that. Yeah. You see, immediately you become broken. And it's like all the years have been nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a painful thing. It is the things that you are taught, when you apply them, it sharpens you by reason of use. You have exercised your senses, but some of you do exercise their senses, so their senses are dull, dull of, dull of hearing. So when you hear something, it's like it's too difficult for you to process it. You don't understand it. Yeah. You don't know what is good and what is evil. As a child of God, as you are sitting there, you are taking decisions. I'm walking away from my father, and I'm going far away from them. And your father knows that you are lost. And you are dead as you are going. But he says nothing because, you see, if he keeps you, 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 you will kill people. Yeah, you will destroy people. So go. If you go, that life, hey, let me tell you, some of you, hey, there are many people when you are a pastor in the church you see people take decisions and they go that affects them and they break off some of them when they go ah they come back but some people that's their destruction as you are going that's the end the next time we hear you are, you, you have done something you should you are destroyed why would god judge because everybody has an opportunity everybody knows what is right if you see when you don't know what is right you are not judged that's why when children commit crime they they are they are, they, they, they go for rehabilitation yeah yeah minors they are, they, are they, 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 they the lord treats them differently because they are ignorant even when somebody is it, it is described as somebody is insane and the person commits a crime. You can't sentence a person because the way the person, the person doesn't reason. But if you are normal, brother, you can't excuse anybody. And you see, as you are sitting here, you, you are taking decisions in your right senses, but you are off. Last verse, verse 15. Last scripture. Last scripture. Is that the last scripture? Uh, that's the last scripture. Yeah. Yeah. So, but strong meat belonging to them. That are full of age. You, you, you know, normally when people are taking decisions, this is what they say. I'm ready. I'm grown. So, some of you, your mothers, your fathers can't say anything. Even when they tell you what they don't like, that's exactly what you do. Because as far as you are concerned, you are grown. I'm, I'm working. I have my money. I'm doing things. You see guys who can take decisions and it's like they don't respect their fathers, they don't respect their mothers because, I mean, yeah, yeah, you are earning money, you are full of age. So nobody can, but you see, when you are full of age, you can also be full of age and be stupid. You can be full of age and your senses are down because you have not used the brain very well. You have, the age has just come. Yeah, but you have not grown properly and you can't discern the terrible danger that awaits you Even though you have a conviction that you are right, when you see people open their mouth and say that, "Wow, if I had known, I wouldn't have taken this decision," the day they were taking those decisions, nobody could convince them. Fear is an enemy. Mistrust. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Decisions about marriage. Decisions about where to live. Decisions about where to work. When to work. Subject it to the wisdom of God. Some of you, when we tell you, learn to pray, learn to build a relationship, you don't do it. So when you come to the point where you are taking decisions, you have not exercised your senses, so you are down. And the thing that you are taking decisions on, you, you don't want to even, that's why some people lie and hide. And they come and announce you their decisions. There was a lady, last year or two years ago, I just thought of her. I said, hey, I've not heard of you for a long time, then I sent her a message. Oh, she's not around. She's living in another country. I said, wow, so are you married? She said, I'm going to marry, I think, the following uh, month or something. So I said, is Bishop aware? I'm, I'm not told Bishop yet. Yeah. And you are going to marry next month. next month. Where is the guy? Who is this guy? We are going to, she was out of Ghana. Said, we are going to Ghana. When are go going from? I said, hey, sister, and this is somebody that was a, a daughter When she got a job and she was going, she was prayed for. Prophecies were given to her and she has prospered. She has taken a decision to marry. She is coming to announce it. And she went and announced it. Bishop said, God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. That's what we do. It's not counseling time. You have have taken a decision, you are announcing it. Don't you trust me to tell me that I've met this person, I've met that. So I remember when she went, she sent a message that she went and saw Bishop, but she didn't understand the response. I said, you didn't understand what what was the response? I said, you are even blessed that she heard you.
0: Hmm?
1: when you make a mistake sometimes some of you when you make a mistake you blame somebody being lazy and making excuses that's what blame means lazy people don't exercise this faculty and making excuses and blaming everybody and they didn't love me so I didn't I mean hey, they didn't love you Your father didn't love you. The one who who checks on you, who, who, who speaks to you, who has kept you and preserved you, he doesn't love you. Who prays for you? Who gives you counsel? You say he doesn't love you. You are taking a major decision and you come and announce it. He can't say anything. He can't say anything. Because when he says something, your lack of understanding will be compounded. It's like you will grow further away. And when you even make mistakes, you won't come back. love me. Yeah. 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 But you see, when you remember his words, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that he shall teach you the comforter whom the Father will send in my name. John 14, 26. Jesus said, he shall teach you all things. You have been taught all things. And he shall bring to your remembrance the things that I have said unto you. So sometimes when God brings you to that point and you remember his words, you will see that this was love, but I didn't see it. Your ability, that's why abide in me and I in you and whatsoever you ask of the Father, he may give it to you, whatsoever. But you are not abiding. You are not abiding. Yeah. You are not. Today, God's word means nothing to you. How can you be fruitful? How can you be fruitful? If the church doesn't abide in God, any church that doesn't stay with God's word becomes something else. That's why some of you, your understanding of churches, they baptize me, they give me communion. When they say, are you born again? You don't know. Because you see, the Bible is not the foundation of what you are being led into. The church is not for marriages and uh, what's it called? Funerals and programs and picnics and that's what you are used to. No. It's for the counseling of the soul. Yeah. For when? For the time ye ought to be teachers. Ye have need that one teacher. Some of you have been Christians for a long time. If I ask you to give me a scripture about marriage, you can't give. That's why when you are taking a decision to marry, you marry the wrong person. When I say give me a scripture about forgiveness, you can't give. That's why you can't forgive people. When I say give me a scripture about tithing, you won't pay tithe because you don't know the scriptures. Why? Because whatever has been taught has not been exercised. It meant nothing. You've been to school 14 years. You still show yourself as somebody who is illiterate. (laughs) Preach! You see, a university lecturer will not bother himself you know, some guys uh, So you have come to university, it is now that they have to teach you how to do paragraphs. When you are writing, you are writing as if you are writing scrolls. You start from uh, one. No points, no stop. We can't read. Yeah. Hey, please, my time is gone. I tell you. May you not encounter any enemy of fruitfulness. I pray that you be fruitful. May you escape unfruitfulness in your life. Lift your hands, stand to your feet, everybody. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. Lift up your hands and thank him. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to the Lord, somebody. I don't know where you are. Some of you, you are at a junction in your life. And you see, just like the prodigal son, he went to his father and said, this is what I want. And he took off. Some of you, you have taken off. And it's when you see the difficulties and the twists and the turns of life, there is no humility to come back because, you see, you don't know and understand that the father loves and cares for you. The son remembered the love of his father. One day, may you remember that you are loved. You are not, you are not an outcast. The hardness of the truth of the word of God is for your good. As many as I love, I rebuke And I chasten. If ye are sons who do not have correction, then are ye bastards and not sons. That's the scripture. When you cannot be corrected and instructed, you are not a son or a daughter, you are a bastard. You don't have a head. But if you remember that you have a head, remember his words and humble yourself. Our happiness is, is, is in God. It's in the house of God. It's in fulfilling God's mandate for our lives. May you not come to a point where you are taking decisions and nobody speaks. You are going to fire and nobody is saying it. Until you are bent and then you realize that I have to come back to the Father and ask for forgiveness. So that he will heal me and cover my shame. Don't get to that point. Don't make a mistake. Some people make mistakes and they have a second chance. Some people make mistakes and they don't have a second chance. Yeah. 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 Adam sinned once with Eve. They were cast out. They were cast out. Never to return. And the garden was sealed and angels with flaming swords were placed there to prevent them and anybody around them to come back to that place. You may not know. Maybe your your chance is one. (laughs) Your chance is not twice.
0: There
1: are people who sin, and God gave them another opportunity. David fell into a sin. God said, What you have done, you will bring dishonor. And because of that, I want to save you. Yeah, you can't explain the father's love, but he loves us all. Lift your hands. Talk to him. Thank you, Jesus. Don't hide escape things that you don't talk Take about escape things that you keep to yourself decisions major decisions that you hide without counsel without guide hey, like no nah. don't, don't get there 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 father i thank you for you
0: lift up your hands lift up your hands
1: lift up your hands yes speak to and the lord
0: Yes. Let God speak
1: to you. Satan's agenda is to put fear and mistrust Break in your heart. Yes. And yes. Be free. Somebody, be free.
0: Hey! A different story.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Yes. May you not make a mistake and lose your life. Oh God. But when you have made a mistake may the mercy of God find you may you come to the point where the holy spirit still looks after you and brings to remembrance what god has taught you yeah. Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Father we thank you us. May I be
0: like you
1: Father we thank you we bless you, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You are here tonight. Oh, sorry, this morning. Somebody brought you or you came on your own and some of you, you've been around but you can see and know that God himself is speaking to you. God is true. He knows you. I don't know you that much. Some of you have never spoken to me, but God is the one who is speaking to you. Some of you keep speaking to me, but you hide a lot of things. But God is revealing it to you. Some of you are close, but you are very far. And the next step you take, it will take you further away. And God is speaking to you, whoever you are. You see the mercy of God being made manifest. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give myself to the Lord. Some of you have not given yourself to the Lord. You are not children of God. You are not born again. And today, you know God is speaking to you and reaching out to you. You want to give yourself to you. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. Don't do things that will destroy your life. Paul had friends who were following him to kill and to persecute the Jews. And the day God saved him, all his friends were not saved. He was the only person. What happened to those people? Sometimes you can be doing things with people and God will choose them and and, and move them out and save them and leave you to perish. Be careful. Some of you, God has taken you out of a certain hold and a a certain environment and lifted you up and caused you to come closer as a son. Today. He's speaking to you. You want me to pray with you? Lift up your right hand, wherever you are. Lift up that right hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up, yes, to the glory of God. Lift it up. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted up that hand, I want you to come forward. Come. Come and stand in front of me. I'm going to pray with you, wherever you are.
0: Come come and stand in front of me. Yes. Come right into that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. Yes. His grace will be your covering. His Everybody just close your eyes. Don't be watching freely. anybody. Pray for yourself. It Some of you should be standing here but because your of pride healing. you won't come.
1: come but stand where you are mercy, and pray. Sea, sea. Yes. Come Wonderful. Running, Thank so you. Lift up your hands. All of you here lift up your hands. Listen to me. God is merciful. There are are mistakes. God wipes them away and brings you honor. Somebody will even wonder whether it is you. Some of you as you are standing here that is your story. Whatever you have done in the past that has brought you shame and regret. The Lord is turning things around. I don't know who you are but there's somebody who is standing here. That's your story. He's lifting you up. Now lift up your hands and pray with me. Repeat this prayer after me all of you standing in front, lift up your two hands. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Let us pray. Everybody close your eyes. And I want everybody, some of you, this is your prayer as well but because of pride you won't come. So stand there and pray it well. And say after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart heart. that that you have sent your son Jesus Christ to come and love me and die, and die for me and shed his blood, shed his blood to, wash to wash my sins. I confess Jesus Christ, confess Jesus Christ as my Lord as my and, my and my Savior and I receive forgiveness, I receive forgiveness of, all of all my sins through the blood that he shed. From today, From today I am a child, a child of God. My sins are forgiven. Sins are forgiven. I belong to God. I Heavenly Father, Father, please write my name
0: name
1: in the book of life life and help me me to be faithful faithful until the end. end. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.